0: going to turn things back over to mr mark weber so he can take us into the third and final hour of this weekend's edition of garden talk good morning
1: you forgot the wild and crazy part
0: uh, i wanted to I, we're tagging off right I'm, t- I'm passing it to you this time
1: oh 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 yeah yeah yeah. okay okay well you know this this hour we're going to give away uh, a 25 dollars gift card with what plan i am okay all right and then we're also going to give away two tickets to a woodworking show in wilmington right yes sir and along with that as well, we're going to talk to everybody else at four five seven twelve ninety 1290 about grass and lawns and landscape and so much more on AM 1290 and News 957-WHIO.
2: The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. <laughs> This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton.
3: I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist Kirsty Zontini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And
2: you're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
1: And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and welcome back to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is a show all about helping you with your yard and gardening and landscaping uh, challenges at 457-1290. Nowhere else do you get the expert advice and information that you do here on the radio than here on Garden Talk. So give us a call today at 457-1290 this hour we are going to be doing a what plant i am we are also going to be giving away some uh, tickets to um the artistry and wood um event that's happening at the roberts center october 13th and 14th and we'll pick those winners by the quality of the great question that you may ask here on garden talk along with that as well we'll be uh, talking to each and every one of you no matter what your question may be um, a little bit about myself. My name is Mark Weber. I have been um, hosting this show for over 28 years. I hold two degrees in horticulture from Ohio State University. I'm also designated by the International Society of Aboriculture as a board-certified master arborist. And uh, I am a guy who loves to talk about plants and loves to help you at 457-1290. And without further ado, let's head back to the telephone lines and let's go talk to Jeff. Jeff, good morning. Good <laughs> morning. Good morning, sir. How can I help?
4: Yeah, I had uh, two questions. I thought of a second one later. The first one was Is it better to do this in the fall to spring as far as splitting my annuals, like my zebra grass and my hostas?
1: Well, first, those are perennials, not the annuals.
4: Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, as far as divisions, it's ideal. Ideal. And the sooner the better. Okay. Per- perennials, and, and, and it's important. Um, caveat that goes with this people plant perennials with the idea that they never have to do anything anything to them ever again (laughs) and that and that is probably by far one of the biggest mistakes you can ever make perennials need to be divided they need to be moved they need to be replanted about every three to five years for the most part if you don't they don't look very good that's the way that we rejuvenate them is by division, lifting and dividing and planting. So, yeah, go do it.
4: Okay, yeah, because my zebra grass is getting fairly fairly large.
1: And yeah, I'm and, and the thing, keep the in grass. mind, though, when you do it, you need to make sure you water it in really well and plant it correctly and put a put about a 2 to 3-inch layer of mulch up close to the main area where you plant to yeah. ensure that it, it's well-rooted and keep it watered, and you should be good.
4: Okay. The second one is I'm not allowed. I'm not sure if I'm, you know, if I'm allowed to give a plug or not, but I can help a lot of people in the Miami Valley with their mole issues.
1: Why you got a big dog?
4: Uh, no, I work for the Dayton area Critter Control Service. Oh, okay. The okay. moles are unbelievable this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, they've had they've had they've had plenty of things to eat. That's for sure. That's for sure. Okay. Well, Jeff, that's thanks. Right. Thank you for your help. Thank you for your call, Jeff, and have a good day. Thank you, sir. You too. Bye bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. Let's go to Mary in uh, Waynesville, down there in Warren County. Mary, good morning. Good morning. How can I help?
5: Can soft water be used in the garden?
1: Preferably not. You know. All right. You know. You know why? No. Because it contains salt.
6: Oh.
1: Yeah. The way we soften water is we add salt to it. Um, and salt, salt in plants is never a good thing. <laughs>
7: <All> <laughs> now, right.
1: It's the, some plants are more tolerant to salt than others, but I would generally say to you that it's never a good thing to use salt, uh, soft water softener uh, water, water that's gone through a softener via salt um, um, application. It's never a good thing. Never. All good right. thing. Okay, ma'am. Do you have time for one more question? Absolutely, Mary. How can I help you?
5: Thank you. I got on so quickly, I thought maybe there aren't people waiting. Uh, uh, Yesterday morning, I looked out, and there was this thin cloud, uh, cloudy patches on my boxwoods.
1: What are those? Cloudy patches on your boxwoods. Uh, On the leaves or over the whole plant?
5: Well, in patches. uh, Like... uh, uh, cobwebs but you know they're they're cloudy and thin
1: they're what again i'm sorry i'm not hearing you right oh,
5: uh they are uh white cloudish
1: okay very well maybe spiders are those spiders yeah i, I talked a little bit about spiders the first part of this morning's broadcast oh. at 6 a.m but you know <laughs> so, so it's okay so, uh, and everybody gets up early as crazy as i am but Let's kind of talk about spiders. You know, the fall season, you'll find a lot of spiders in the landscape. Yes. And, and they're there for a lot of reasons. But one of the big reasons are they've had all summer to eat stuff, okay? Oh. And this, this time of year is, is, is pretty much they have eaten a lot of bad things that have tried to eat our plants, okay? Oh. And a lot of them at this point in time are pregnant. Um, because remember, the vast majority of spiders don't have male counterparts. They are all females, oh. a- and they have the ability to, um, um, and then they make a lot of eggs because their whole strategy in life is to um, um, make a lot of their own kind. Because a lot of their own kind will be killed off when they're when they're born. So you know, mama spider right now is probably walking around with a bunch of babies on her back or getting ready to set an egg sack for the winter because something called winter's coming. So a lot of times we see spiders, they're a lot bigger than they were a month ago because they've eaten a lot more. Plus they're pregnant. So, you know, I always tell people don't be afraid of things that you don't, most of the time we as human beings are afraid of things we don't understand, you know? And in Ohio, in most of the Midwest, we only have two species, there's hundreds of species of spiders But there's only one or two that we have to be really worried about. One is the brown recluse and one is um, the black widow. But I will tell you, with all the work that I do outside and all my career of time, I have probably seen, I've only seen one black widow one time, and I've also seen, I think, two or three brown recluses that I could positively identify. And those were really rare circumstances. So the vast majority of your exposure to spiders is very low in risk. Okay, so the bottom line is they're not going to hurt you. <laughs> they may be creepy and crawly and have and, and and have eight legs or twelve legs depending on the ver- species, but the vast majority of spiders won't hurt you. In fact, they are really our friend in the garden. Okay, right. So right. does that help you?
5: Yes, very much. And and, and real quickly, uh, I I had uh, some bites. Uh, they've gotten in the house, and uh, uh, do, do the do the bites of the non-poisonous spiders
1: hurt you? They can cause some swelling and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but you know what? It's but the point is though is it depends on the spe- there's like so many different varieties and species of spiders. All right. And 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 Mary, you know it's one of those things. Like I said, is you just it's one of those animals. It's like a lot of things in life. If you don't understand it, you're terrified of it. And, and we're, part of my job, Mary, here on Garden Talk is to educate. And what I'm saying to you is leave them be. <laughs> you know, there's these companies that run around and, 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 and fear monger. One of my favorite things that happened to me one time on a Saturday night. Um, Saturday night for me is quiet time. Okay. You know, phones are off. I'm enjoying a nice evening with my beloved bride, having a nice meal and an adult beverage somebody comes knocking at my door and they, and I go to the door and this guy says, I'm from blah, 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 pest control company. And all your neighbors have hired me to kill off all their spiders. that are trying to get in their house. (laughs) And so I do what I usually do with those kind of folks. I ask them the first question is, well, tell me what species of spider you're combating. No answer. Um, can you show me your pesticide applicators license from the Ohio Department of Agriculture? Oh. No answer again. And I said, well, tell me how these spiders are hurting people. And he didn't know what to say. <laughs> At that point in time, he abruptly turned around and, and left and, and ran away. But, but, the point, but the point being is, Mary, is that spiders are an important part of the environment and they provide very, very important, beneficial uh, services to our plants and the landscape. They are our friend. We want to foster their behavior, not destroy their behavior, if that makes any sense. So, Mary, thank you for your call. And by the way, I really liked your question. So guess what, you, guess what you're going to get? What? You're going to get two pair of tickets to go see the Artistry and Wood Show at the Roberts Center.
5: Oh, thank you, Mark. That's, oh, that's <laughs> wonderful. Thank you. That's
1: a good question. So what I'm going to do, Mary, is I'm going to put you on hold a very nice young man named Javon. is going to write down all your important information, so you won yourself some tickets to this show. Okay? Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mary, and, and, and have a good day. Okay? You too. Bye-bye. 457-1290. More Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 957-WHIO.
2: It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 957-WHIO.
7: When the kettle whistles like that, it means it's um, done. Oh, right. You've got that thousand-yard stare. At one in the morning, what gives? It's Medicare. I need to pick a plan. I get it. You used to have an HR person for this sort of stuff. Exactly. And now... You're the HR person. I don't want to be the HR person. You don't have to be if you pick Anthem Medicare. With their shopping tool, you just answer eight simple questions to find a plan that's best for you. Are they actually simple? Yeah. No PhD necessary. Sounds good. Now, what are we drinking? A little passion flower action what? Hmm, Whatever my wife buys. Okay. Not a tea guy. Got it go to bed.
2: For all the things that keep you up at night, Anthem Medicare has a solution, like their simplified online Medicare shopping tool. Eight simple questions to find a plan that's best for you. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Rest easy. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of community insurance company. Anthem is a Medicare Advantage and prescription drug plan with a Medicare contract. Enrollment in Anthem depends on contract renewal. Stockslagers is our name. Since
8: 1959, the
3: Stockslagers family mission is to bring you quality plants at affordable prices. Add beautiful color to your beds with flowering cabbage and kale plants and enjoy fall pansies until the dead of winter. It's time to plant your fall bulbs for spring tulips and daffodils. Maintain your plants with our complete range of fertilizers from organics to the brands you know. We're open year-round to serve your gardening needs. Find us in New Lebanon on State Route 35.
2: and Garden Center. Old, odd, and valuable come together at Belmont Coin & Jewelry. Industry low prices on only the highest quality GIA certified diamonds. Belmont Coin & Jewelry specializes in loose diamond appraisals, purchases, and sales. Choose from a wide range of ever-changing diamonds. Gifts for all occasions. Call 937-252-6895 or visit belmontcoins.com. That number again is 252-6895. Honest appraisals, accurate prices, Belmont Coin & Jewelry.
8: When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving Greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118.
9: When it comes to selling you a mattress, most retailers are handing you a line, a long line of extra steps that drive up costs and create confusion. At the Original Mattress Factory, we simplify the mattress shopping experience by building mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them direct to you. It's short, sweet, and simply makes sense. So experience more than just a mattress store experience an original the original mattress factory
3: hi i'm whio meteorologist kirstie zantini fall in ohio brings the threat of severe weather trust the only radio station with severe weather coverage from storm center 7 it's where weather comes first every 15 minutes or sooner am 1290 and news 95.7 whio
1: good morning everybody it is 8 21 let's check out the updated weather forecast from News center 7
3: jacket this morning as you head out the door early temperatures will be rising through the 50s later today we do stay below average with our temperatures only getting to about the mid 60s it will feel nice though we'll have lots of sunshine all day long later on tonight just a few scattered clouds move on by i don't anticipate we'll see any rainfall we fall back to the low 50s for our day tomorrow slightly warmer we get to about 76 degrees another day filled with mostly sunny skies I'm Meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
1: A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is uh, clear. It is a beautiful morning outside, folks. It's 48 degrees in downtown Dayton, 45 in Eaton, 49 in Wilmington. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic and news and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
2: And Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290
1: and News 957WHIO. 457-1290. Let's jump to the telephone lines and let's go talk to Barb in Inglewood. Barb in Inglewood, good morning. Good
5: morning. Morning. How
1: can I help you? Um, I just wanted to
5: tell you a funny. I was driving through Allwood Farm and...
4: I saw this red tail hawk
5: that looked like it was
1: dying. It was flopping and flopping into the center. Okay, ma'am, I'm having a really hard time hearing you. I'm going to put you oh. on hold, and I'll let Javon figure out what's going on with your phone. And let's go back to the telephone lines again. Let's go talk to Marvin. Marvin, good morning. Morning, Mark. How you doing, sir? I'm good, Marvin. How can I help?
0: Uh the past. Three years I've gone every year to the cemetery where my mom and dad are buried and I pick up what my wife calls bur
4: oak acorns okay well I bring them home because I've got a little red squirrel that I really like watching in the backyard and I probably put out two or three thousand of these acorns plus we have as you were at our house one time an English oak in our front yard
9: and it has doubled doubled the amount of acorns the past few years I have a ton of I'm going to say there's 25, I'm going to call it down, but 25 to maybe 50 trees that are six to eight, maybe nine inches tall. If anybody wants them on these oak trees, um, I let them come out and dig
4: them
1: up. As long, I mean, just don't tear the whole yard
0: up. But I got three flower beds that's got these
7: things in them.
1: Okay. Um, i tell you what you can do. If you go to gardentalkblog.com, you can put a post up there, and all the people that are part of Gardentalkblog.com can see it, and they can make arrangements with you to get these oak trees if you'd like. Okay. Thank yeah, you just much. go to Gardentalkblog.com. You can put up a blog post and and uh, talk about what you did and uh, put it up there, and I'm sure there's folks at the, on the blog would love to get some oak trees, sir. Okay?
6: Okay, thank you.
1: Marvin, thanks for your call, and have a good day, okay? You too. Bye-bye. Four five seven twelve ninety. And by the way, in the last half hour of garden talk, we always do the wild and crazy part, which is what plant I am, and there'll be a twenty-five dollar gift card to Know at stake. Um, just keep that in mind. That's coming up here in about do about four or five minutes or so. Let's head to the telephone lines once again and talk to Kathy. And Kathy resides in Beaver Creek. Hi, Kathy. Good morning. Morning, Kathy. Uh,
6: I got some new outdoor plants. I think they're hydrangeas. They have great big white flower, bald flowers. And are they the ones that you can make turn a different color? Um,
1: there are different types of hydrangea. Um, let me explain. There are hydrangeas that are called grandifloras. Then There's hydrangeas that are called oakleaf hydrangeas are called corcifolium. And then there's hydrangeas called um, macrophyllums. okay? Um, and that's just a few. But let's kind of talk about the ones that get different colors. The ones that get different colors are called the macro macro hydrangea. And they're called the big leaf hydrangea. It's kind of their common name. And you'll see varieties like that, like uh, Nico blue and uh, glowing embers and many others. Um, they tend to be plants that tend to be zone six hardiness, which means that they tend to like warmer climates than southern ohio but they there are varieties that do will survive here and bloom on uh, first year wood and those are the ones that typically can be uh, red or pink or blue does that help you
6: well mine are white and they're from a garden center okay and and they said there's something i can do so they i can make them another color
1: what time of year do they bloom
6: they're in bloom right
1: now. Okay, and is the bloom kind of round or is it kind of oblong?
6: It's round like a great big baseball.
1: Is it? Okay, that's probably a grandiflora, ma'am. And unfortunately, you'll never get a grandiflora to turn any other color than the color that the good Lord designed it to be, which is white. It's the macrophylas, which are typically the shorter ones that bloom. And the pinks and the reds and the blues are the ones that you can alter their color by um, adjusting the pH of the soil. And what you've got will not, you can't do that with those. I'm sorry oh. I'm sorry to tell you that. But, yeah, unfortunately, those are ones that uh, um, would be more likely than not be the ones that you would never be able to change their color, unfortunately. But well,
6: what, but, I got it from a garden center. Mm -hmm. So they must do okay in my climate, right?
1: I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Kathy. I don't know the the name of the variety or cultivar to to comment on that. But you might. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. And have a good day, okay? Yep. Bye bye. 457 1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I believe the next half hour garden talk, John Scott won't be joining us because I think John. Is uh doing something with his deer hunting. I remember <laughs> I gotta look at it. He sent me a text message this week and told me something to the effect that he's doing something with, let me see here. John got Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mark, it's opening day for archery season, so I won't be there. Okay. So John will be there, Javon. <laughs> he's he's out, he's out shooting Bambi. <laughs> So what I'm going to do now, let's say what we'll do. We'll go do what plant I am here right before we go in the break so we can get those phone lines charged up. What plant I am. I am a flowering plant in the carnation family. I am native to Europe, but naturalized in many parts of the United States and North America. I'm used as a cooling herbal remedy and I'm grown as a vegetable or a ground cover, both for human conception and for poultry. And poultry kind of should give you a clue of one of my names. I'm, I, my name also has weed in it. My name is unique. I always germinate in the autumn season and I grow through the late winter, forming large mats of foliage. My leaves are oval and opposite. My flowers are white. And I have typically five very deeply lobed petals. What plant am I? 457-1290 is the number of the dial. More Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami
2: Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: It is 8.30. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO News Update. Our top story we're following, Kavanaugh's uh, Kavanaugh's delay in vote will be a subject of debate among those in Washington, especially online. Taking a look into that coming up.
3: Dry for now, but I'm tracking our next chance for rain. I'll let you know when. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up.
0: Well, W.H.I.O. triple team traffic still looking clear out there this morning. As far as the roadways are concerned, we're not seeing any major accidents or slowdowns that are going to cause you a big delay if you make your way out this morning. And it's our top story in Washington. As President Trump says, he's looking forward to the investigation in a Supreme Court and judge nominee Brett Kavanaugh to wrap up. The attorney for his accuser is saying the same thing, albeit. For different reasons
1: from dr christine blasey ford's attorney a thorough fbi investigation is critical to developing all the relevant facts dr christine blasey ford
0: welcomes this step no artificial limits as to time or scope should be imposed on this investigation that's fox's Leyland Vitert. he says uh, kavanaugh in the meantime has said that he is more than willing to comply with any and all investigations into his background Well, a Dayton man who cops say is responsible for a string of accidents on an August day in 2015 is waiting to be sentenced. Shane Bradley pleaded no contest to aggravated vehicular homicide and vehicular assault. Cops say his pickup truck slammed three vehicles before hitting another vehicle broadside in downtown Dayton, killing the driver, 22-year-old Kirsten Burton, and critically injuring her 14-month-old baby. WHIO's Ron Otto and cops are saying Bradley's blood alcohol content was nearly three times the legal limit. Sentencing is set for November 8. Well, President Trump signing a spending bill into effect, uh, averting a government shutdown. The $854 billion spending bill fully funds most parts of the federal government through fiscal year 2019, which begins on Monday. Now, Fox's John Decker reporting service members in the U.S. military, including some 15,000 employees at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, will get a 2.6 percent raise, the largest in nearly a decade. Now let's get a look at our weather forecast with meteorologist McCall Vrydags with the most accurate and dependable forecast.
3: Starting out on the cooler side for your weekend, temperatures will be rising through the 50s this morning. We will have mostly sunny skies as we head towards the afternoon. Temperatures stay below average in the mid-60s. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
0: Now the latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is all clear. A beautiful morning out there we're seeing from our studio here on South Main Street in Dayton, got 48 degrees in Troy, Springfield, and in Dayton at 833. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin with Richard Herps of Keller Williams Hometown Realty. And Richard, uh, give us an update on the local real estate market. Well, the market is very strong right now. Unit sales are actually up a half a percent. The best news overall is the average sales price is up over six and a quarter percent. Bringing that number to just over 164,000. The biggest problem we have right now is inventory. We need more people that want to sell their home. So if someone maybe is interested in selling their home, but Well, maybe they're afraid, though, that if they sell it, they're not going to find another home. Exactly, and that's what we're running into. But we've developed some creative ideas to help buyers and sellers. So don't be afraid. Now's the best time to put your home on the market. Well, if someone wants to do that, what's the first step? Call me at 477-1411. And your website? That's teamherps.com, T-E-A-M. H-E-R-B-S-T dot com Get your home sold guaranteed. Call Richard Herbst at Keller Williams Hometown Realty. The number again 477-1411
8: When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118.
2: This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO. You own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and uh, welcome back. We're doing What Plant I Am. I am an annual flowering plant in the carnation family. I am native to Europe, but naturalized in many parts of the United States and North America. I'm used as a cooling herbal remedy and I'm grown as a vegetable crop in some places and a ground cover and um, I am used both for human consumption and for poultry. Um, I am also a weed to many others. My name has weed in it. I always germinate in the autumn or late winter and I form large mats of foliage. My leaves are oval and opposite. And uh, they produce a stalk. And the stalk of flowers is typically white with five deeply lobed petals. Modern herbalists prescribe me often for iron deficient anemia and uh, also for skin diseases, bronchitis, rheumatic pains, arthritis, and a number of other ailments. However, of all these uses, there is not one single thread of scientific supporting evidence that it works. However... If cows eat too much of me, they will get sick. What plant am I? Four five seven twelve ninety. And before we talk to those folks, let's talk about grass with Ann in Sydney. Ann in Sydney, tell me about your grass problem.
5: Well, thank you for taking my call, Mr. Weber. I fought this for a long, long time. I have a gravel driveway and continuously a flat kind of a coarse-looking grass will appear, and I spray it with a vegetation killer, and it dies. And then the next thing I know, there it is again, someplace else. And I've tried things that claim that they get the root system, and I fought it for years and, again, all spring and all summer. And I'm at my wit's end, and I just would like a recommendation of a product that will, for once and for all, get rid of it.
1: Well, it's hard to. Do you know what the name of this plant is?
5: No, I don't. I haven't researched looking up what it is. Okay,
1: that's going to be the key key to your solution. And 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 what I mean is 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 all plants. Um, if if it's a weed, if it's a weed issue, you know, weeds can be annuals, biannuals, or perennials, or woody weeds. And so you're going to need to define one if it's it's at a monocot or a dicot and then what its life cycle is. And once you know if it's a monocot or a dicot and what its life cycle is, then you likely can come up with a weed control strategy. So what I would suggest you do is, you know, get some get some photo, you know, you get some photographs and you can email them to me. I'll be happy to Hopefully identify them for you, or take it to a local garden center. Maybe they can do the same. But the secret is you're going to have to identify what this weed is to know how to go to war with it as well. Four five seven twelve ninety. Let's head to the telephone lines once again. Let's go talk to Rita. Rita, good morning.
4: Good morning, Mark. Um, I killed a lot of nimble weed in my yard.
1: Nimble will. Okay.
4: And nimble will. Mm-hmm. And it. I planted grass seed after that all went away. The grass seed came up very nicely, but I don't know when to mow it.
1: When did you plant it? Pardon me? When did you plant it?
4: Around the 1st of September.
1: Okay. And it's ready to be mowed.
4: Well, when the mower goes over, it seems like it pushes it down. It
1: will. It it will.
4: Not as strong as the other grass.
1: It will. It, and but when you mow it, you're toughening it up. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, and well, then I'll mow over it. Then. Yeah. Thank you, you very much. Well, but let, let me let me explain something. Now, make sure what what type of grass seed did you plant? Did you plant bluegrass or turf type tall fescue? Bluegrass. Okay. So you need to make sure that that mower is no shorter than about two and a half inches in height?
4: Well, I set my mower as high as it'll go.
1: Okay. So when you mow it, when you mow it, you mow it this week, let's say you go north and south?
4: Right. And then I go diagonally, and then I go east and west. Uh-huh. I change my mower patterns every time.
1: Okay. And the next question, um, did you put down a starter fertilizer when you planted it? Yes. Um. At when's the last? If you put an application anytime thereafter.
4: No, I didn't. I just put the grass seed and the starter. Application. Let's let's put it. Let's
1: put another app, an applicate, another application of starter fertilizer on it this weekend. Okay. And that'll really start to really develop some roots. Okay. Okay. Because okay, more. Thank the more, you very much. The, the more you mow it, the tougher it's going to get.
4: Okay, I was afraid to mow. I was afraid it was going to. No, you're not going to hurt
1: it. It, it, it. it wants to be toughened up. <laughs> okay. I'll toughen it up. Toughen it up. Yep. Yep. Yes. Okay, Tough thank love. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Rita. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number of the dial. And let's head to the telephone lines once again. But first, let's see. Let's see what we're going to do here. Let's go talk to... Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Javon, see who's up on line one. And then we'll start what plan I am because... Um, some, we got a number of people that got this one right pretty quickly <laughs> which surprises me i guess I, I gave away too many clues when i when i wrote it uh, but today's what plant i am is a kind of an interesting one but i'll read it off to you guys anyway i am a flowering plant in the carnation family i'm native to europe but naturalized in many parts of north america i am used as a cooking and herbal remedy grown as a vegetable crop and a ground cover for human consumption and poultry i also have weed in my name um, i germinate in the autumn i grow in the winter and i form these mats of foliage um, i do flower and it's usually a white flower in the in the spring um, and modern herbalists Prescribe me for iron deficiency issues as well as skin disease bronchitis rheumatic pain and a number of other issues but however there is not one single thread of uh, supporting scientific evidence that uh, supports these uh, diagnoses and claims of its use however it is scientifically been valid that if cows eat too much of me they get sick four five seven twelve ninety and let's see Let's go talk to Vicky. Vicky, good morning. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good, Vicky. What plant am I today, Vicky? I think it's milkweed. Not today, but as that, it does have weed in its name, though. I will give you that. But milk, All right. yeah. But milkweed actually germinates in the in the in the spring. It's not a biannual. It's not a winter winter annual like uh, this, like I am. So. But oh, Vicky, okay. thank you. Thank you for calling right. though, okay?
6: Thank you. Have a good day.
1: You too. Bye-bye. 457-1290. Let's go to Viola. Viola, good yeah. morning. How are you?
5: Good, good morning. I'm good. Thank you. How are you?
1: I'm well. I'm gonna give you the clues and you tell me what it is, okay?
5: Well, I heard the clues and I think I know what
6: it is. Well,
1: let me tell <laughs> let me tell the little listeners that are just joining us to hear the clues, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. So the one thing about radio is that you got to kind of repeat yourself a dozen times so everybody knows what you're talking sure. about. Okay. Um, what plant I am today? I am a flowering annual in the carnation family. I am native to Europe. I've naturalized in many parts of North America. I am used as a cooling remedy herbal herb and I'm grown as a vegetable and a ground cover for both human consumption and poultry. Um, I am also a weed to many others. My name has weed in it. I always germinate in the autumn or late late winter to grow. I grow these really large mats of foliage. My leaves are oval and opposite, and the lower ones are typically found on a stalk, and that stalk has flowers on it. And the flowers are typically white with five very deeply lobed petals. Modern herbalists prescribe me for iron deficiencies. And they also prescribe me for skin diseases and bronchitis and a whole bunch of other things. But uh, however, all of these remedies are not supported by scientific evidence. But however, if cows eat me, (laughs) too much of me... In fact what did I read I had to I get this right real quick yeah I'll see here yeah a cow has to eat how much this yeah a cow must eat how many uh, several kilos of me <laughs> to reach toxic levels um, it may kill me too kill the cow so uh, with all of that being said um, Viola what plant am I
5: I'm gonna say that it's chickweed
1: you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever, you know you always get your names like chickweed okay everybody goes where did it get its name chickweed well because in europe it was purposely planted as a ground cover so the chickens had something to eat thus the name okay. chickweed and so it's kind you know, of i just yeah
5: i just knew because um i grew up with a lot of home remedies and that's something that we you know that I have been familiar with before. So for using
1: what? So, it, so what? So what? What? What did? You, what would? What was your family's prescription with chickweed? I'm interested.
4: Well, it's it's a, it's used a lot for
5: like, um, you know, to put on your chest if you, you know, if you have bronchitis or mm-hmm. or if you have like a tightness on your chest or you know things like that.
1: Interesting, interesting, and it's interesting mm-hmm. part is that there's all kinds of things where they talk about using chickweed, but there's not really one single thread of scientific evidence that, that that validates that that it actually does anything.
5: Yeah, that's interesting, but yeah, I know it. Yeah, it does. It's actually a really good thing. Yeah.
1: And what else? What also though is chickweed has. Um, some interesting chemistries that are involved, involved with it. And, um, the one that's most interesting when I was reading about, where was it at? Turned the sun's coming through the studios this morning. So I'm, my eyes are being burned, but there's a chemical compound in chickweed called, um, sapions. It's S A P O N. I N S and they are chemical compounds that are found in abundance in many different plants, but they are, um, they, they, they form a soap like substance. You know, when you break or you step on chickweed, that kind of that whitish stuff that comes out of it, that's, uh-huh. those are called sapions and, and as of the chemical class that are in these and they can actually cause serious problems with cattle if a cat if cows eat too much of chickweed actually several kilos of it or so or pounds it can actually cause death to a cow uh, really yeah. Okay, that's interesting yeah it's, it's it's kind of an interesting thought process but it's an interesting it's an interesting plant on many fronts we spend spent a lot of time trying to control it in the spring when realistically the best time to control it is in the autumn season which is right now um, okay. and you'll do much better before it gets a lot bigger because remember when chickweed goes through the winter time it lives and thrives under winter conditions so it's leaves oh, it uh-huh. leaves form these really waxy coverings over top so by the time it gets big and ugly so to speak in in april and may in and june and, and march this weed is pretty much protected by a coat of wax over its leaf texture so all these herbicides that we're trying to control the, the control it aren't going to do a whole lot because the plant has been hardened off by winter. So the ideal time to control chickweed is today. Um, and so if you go through your landscape beds, you may want to do a little hooking and stirring, apply a little post-directive herbicides like glyphosate, apply pre-emergent herbicides. It will eliminate your winter weed issues dramatically. So that's why I picked chickweed I today. Okay. Ma'am, you are the proud winner of a $25 gift card to Nolwood because they are gardeners like you and I. I'm going to put you on hold, and Javon and company next door is going to get all your important data, okay?
6: Okay, thank you so much.
1: Thank you, ma'am, and have a good weekend, and thanks for being part of the show.
6: All right, thank you. You too.
1: Bye-bye. When we come back, more Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7. W-H-I-O.
2: Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7, W-H-I-O.
7: Hey, it's 3 a.m., and the ticking clock seems as loud as a jackhammer, and instead of dreaming about marshmallow clouds and, I don't know, running with antelopes, you're having night sweats and worried about your parents and their medical bills. They're older, you're stressed, I get it. But losing sleep over a few questions about a medical bill isn't going to help. What will is knowing your parents have Anthem, Blue Cross, and Blue Shield. They provide real people to talk to who can help, right then and there on the phone. It's this really crazy notion Anthem likes to call, doing the right thing. So your parents will get the care they need, you'll feel more confident than ever, and those antelopes, well, they're about to get their running partner back.
2: For all the things that keep you up at night, Anthem Medicare has a solution. Real people empowered to get you on the right track so you can rest easy. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield. Rest easy. To learn more, visit resteasy anthem.com. Anthem Blue Cross and Blue Shield is the trade name of the Anthem Insurance Companies, Inc., independent licensee of the Blue Cross and Blue
7: Shield Association.
8: When you look at your trees, do you see dead or hanging branches? Are leaves turning yellow or falling off? If your trees don't look healthy or if you're worried that they may be unsafe, call the tree care professionals at Arbor Experts, a locally owned and operated tree care company staffed with ISA certified arborists serving greater Dayton. Visit their website at arbor-experts.com or call them at 937-233-4118. That's Arbor Experts at 233-4118.
9: When it comes to selling you a mattress, most retailers are handing you a line a long line of extra steps that drive up costs and create confusion. At The Original Mattress Factory, we simplify the mattress shopping experience by building mattresses and box springs in our own local factories and selling them direct to you. It's short, sweet, and simply makes sense. So experience more than just a mattress store, experience an original, The Original Mattress Factory. Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay.
2: Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of the Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their
1: retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily, I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement visit retirementprotected.com
2: retirementprotected.com AM1290 and News 957 WHIO is part of the iHeartRadio network. You can hear AM1290 and News 957 WHIO anywhere, any place, anytime on your smartphone or any other device. It's easy and it's free. Just download the iHeartRadio app and look for WHIO in Dayton. Then, you'll be able to hear us around the world, the station that the Miami Valley relies on for news, weather and traffic. AM1290 and News 957 WHIO Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app.
1: The world never stops. It's constantly changing, evolving, moving forward, and so are we. Introducing Spectrum Mobile, built on America's largest and most reliable LTE network, combined with a nationwide network of Wi-Fi hotspots, free talk and text, and all designed to save you money. The best network, the best devices, the best value. Spectrum
0: Mobile. Visit Spectrum.com today. Restrictions apply. What is WHIO triple team traffic? We're monitoring local road sensors and dozens of webcams with live reports from the road. Triple team traffic every six minutes on your way to work on AM 1290 and News 957 WHIO.
1: Good morning, everybody. It's 852. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7
3: jacket this morning as you head out the door early temperatures will be rising through the 50s later today we do stay below average with our temperatures only getting to about the mid 60s it will feel nice though we'll have lots of sunshine all day long later on tonight just a few scattered clouds move on by i don't anticipate we'll see any rainfall we fall back to the low 50s for our day tomorrow slightly warmer we get to about 76 degrees another day filled with mostly sunny skies I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags in the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows gorgeous skies this morning. It's a 58, 51 degrees in Springboro, 48 in downtown Dayton. On the station that you depend on for weather traffic and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News
1: 957 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of this morning's broadcast. And uh, let's head to the telephone lines and let's go talk to Pat. Pat, good morning and welcome to Garden Talk.
5: Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm good, Pat. I have a real quick question. How much longer do I have to transplant hostas? They have to be done this fall, but i got to wait as long as possible.
1: I would do it today, tomorrow, or sometime Uh, soon.
5: (laughs) Can I get by for another week?
1: Yeah, I think so, Pat.
5: Okay. I, I was just concerned because I have a time element, but in essence, I just I need to take them actually to Tennessee, and I'm not going down there for another week.
1: Yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be okay. fine. You'll be Simple. fine. Yeah, you, like I said before, perennials really want to be divided. They really want to be cut up. They really want to be planted and replanted, and the autumn season is an ideal time to do that, okay? Great. Thank you. Pat, have a good day, okay? Thank you much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Four, five, seven, 1290 is the number of the dial. We've got about five minutes of airtime left. So if you've got a question about your lawn, your landscaping, your trees, uh, I've got about one, two, three, four plethora of phone lines right now at four, five, seven, 1290. That is a wide open for you to give us a call. and We'll be more than happy to have you part of this morning's uh, broadcast. And uh, we'll be happy to answer whatever questions you may have. Um, I really want to talk a little bit, uh, as we wait for a couple of calls, to talk about why, um, when you plant a tree, it's important to remove the wire basket and the bindings that surround that root ball. Um, a lot of times when you buy trees, um, they look fine, and you don't know really you plant them at the same height they are that they came in. It's real important that uh, at the base of the tree, where the tree meets the soil, that you dig down and make sure that you can find something called the root flare. Um, that root flare is really, really important for the long-term survivability of the tree. So make sure that that root flare is placed at the soil line. And more so, any of the wire baskets that are, or burlap that's around the tree be removed all the way down one-third of the side of the root ball. And finally, if you plant a, ball, a container tree, be sure to cut off as many of the remove about a, a little bit of about a quarter inch to an inch of the outside part of the uh, root ball to ensure that that plant has a good chance to grow, and most importantly, um, to uh, remove any what they call girdling roots that may be going around. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. 1290 uh, has a question for your lot. Hi, Justin. Welcome to Garden Talk. Justin? Yes. Yes, sir. How, yes. Can, how can I help you?
4: I, well, I had a question, not being too personal, but um, you're always talking about your property and your lawn and landscape and um I like to see nice beautiful places and was curious if that's something to be able to drive by your house and just kind of see what you have and how it's laid out from the
1: road. Justin, you know I'm a real I, 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 I live in a world that uh, I really like going home and knowing nobody knows where I live. <laughs> huh. Okay. You know, Justin I I, I I it's one of those things where um I've been in the public eye for twenty eight plus years, okay? All the way back to the Channel 2 days. And, you know, um, you, you you learn a lot of things in life about people and things. And, you know, I like helping people. But when I go home, I like to be home. And I like to be a husband to my wife. And and a father to my children and you know the mark that's on the radio is i am a different mark you know i'm a distant, hmm. I, i'm a family guy you know and i gotcha. people people that know me know how much i love my family and it's one of those things where you know when i go home i don't like people that go by anybody knows where i live at that's usually my neighbors my neighbors know me and i don't i know them and We say hello to each other and if they've got sometimes they come over and ask me a question, but a lot of times they don't because they know that Mark just likes his privacy. So But Justin, I hope you have a good day, okay? All right. Thanks for the answer. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. Bye bye. Four five seven twelve ninety and let's go talk to Patricia. Patricia, good morning.
4: Good morning, sir. Hi. I have a, a
5: large soccer ball size white growth in my front yard. It's growing underneath the taxis and a Amur maple. Hmm. And the ground cover is uh, English ivy.
1: And what's the size it's, of it?
5: It's a soccer ball size.
1: Okay, that's a puffball.
5: It's a puffball.
1: Yeah, that's a fun, that's a, that's a fungus.
5: Okay. Yeah, and
1: puffballs, puff balls, you find them a lot of times um, in, in the woods. Um, I believe that they're the fruiting body of a ectomycorrhizal association and oh. yeah and and there's actually some people make soups and stuff i'm not a fun fungus expert as far as you can eat them or not but those are called puffballs. i think the biggest one that i ever saw in my life was the size of a medicine ball um in the woods and well, they're uh,
5: really magical aren't they i mean they just <laughs> pop up and there they are
1: <laughs> yeah they get pretty big too and they're one of those things in life that uh if they show up in some of the dargondous places and make us itch our head, what the heck has happened? But that's probably a puffball. And uh, okay. good luck good luck to you, ma'am, okay?
6: <laughs> thank you.
1: All right, Bye. bye-bye. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for this week's stellar edition of Garden Talk. Javon, thank you for a job well done. And to thank each and every one of you for listening to this morning's broadcast as I am so very much um, blessed to have each and every one of you in my life every Saturday morning. Remember the very words that I spoke nearly 28 years ago, over 28 years ago, on a beautiful, beautiful September day, just like today. And they are so very true as well. Gardening, my friends, is a great quest in life. It's a wonderful way to enjoy the blessed earth in which the good Lord has created. Please, my friends, get out there and enjoy the sunshine, enjoy the trees, enjoy your turf, and grow your landscape. But most importantly, make sure that whatever gardening you do, be sure that it is happy gardening on AM 1290 and
7: News 95.7 WHIO.